From the 414, I want to see him play 65.1% of the snaps, have 15 INTs, and a quarterback rating of 74. Delicious. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Softer buns. Nothing wrong with that. 8.09 on Wisconsin's Morning News this Tuesday morning. I admit to you I've been operating part of the day under the impression that it was Wednesday. Why is that? I don't know. Just that was, you know, what was in my head. We had a whole couple days news in one day yesterday and into this morning. You're right. So we're going to start off talking about Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, in part it's sort of anticlimactic because we knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. Did Tausch say it was 40 days? Like that is bib- biblical implications, <laughs> right? Forty days, forty nights. We've waited for this thing to be resolved, and now it appears. But for crossing the T's and dotting the I's, that Aaron Rodgers is indeed headed to the New York Jets. A couple of things that bug me this morning. Okay, you ready? All right. Airing of grievances. I was going right. to do it with Tausch, but I saved it just for you. Okay. So the one thing that bothers me in the current conversation is all the ESPN guys yesterday all the talking heads talking about the deal and what was going to and how how this will now allow Aaron Rodgers to get into camp early and work with these new receivers and get in line you know and Nathaniel Hackett's going to be there so he knows the offense but he's going to have to learn some new stuff and boy this is going to be great because he's going to be getting in there with his new set of receivers and really get on the same page with these guys and he's excited to do that oh yeah we had guys who you didn't know who you hadn't even met last year no interest in showing up for them. <laughs> You're right. Whoa. Boy, Aaron, like, did we, anybody forget that over there on ESPN? You know, I should also point out, I got to give Great. you kudos. I need to give you kudos because Good, last... because this is my second grievance. Last year, you said this. You called this. You said we should trade him now. The stock is high. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but trade him now, get everything he can for him, and let's go to the new kid. You said that a year ago, and I'm like, no, man, why would you trade a two-time MVP, four-time MVP, but two in a row? What did... And you were right. You were right. What did Seattle get for Russell Wilson? Like Like 38 (laughs) picks and like four guys and whatever. Okay, it wasn't 38, but it was two first-rounders and two second-rounders, plus, plus, plus. They got a haul. Yeah. It was like what was going to be offered to Kramer in the settlement, right? We're prepared to offer you free coffee at all our restaurants. Plus, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we'll take it. No, there was a plus in that. And we could have gotten the same type of deal for Rodgers. We would have gotten a lot more. I would have been very happy to have been dead wrong about that. I would have made me happy as a Packer fan to and see, see, you're the idiot who wanted to trade Aaron Rodgers, and now we won a Super Bowl. Yeah, you would have owned it. You would have worn that hat. I would have been excited that I was dead wrong. But I wasn't. I was right. And so I applaud and appreciate for folks who know a lot more about football than you and me and others who suggest that the deal that Brian Gutekunst, the Packers general manager, the deal that he got for the Green Bay Packers was as good as it could have been and probably, if you had to pick a winner in the deal, probably better for the Packers than it was for the Jets. So he got the best end of the deal, and I agree with that. That said, the deal I wanted was the one a year ago. He was wrong on that. He screwed that up. We should have traded him then because here's where we'd be now today with a boatload of extra picks, maybe some extra guys, and who knows how the season would have turned out. And you'd already know a little bit more about number 10. That's the other thing. If Jordan Love is the Packers quarterback of the future, 
He'd now have an entire season under his belt as a starter. All that experience gained, and maybe we still wouldn't have made the playoffs, but nonetheless, he'd be that much more experienced, yep. and we'd be set to go with you know, a lot of clarity headed into this new season. And if he weren't, if he were terrible, we'd know that and use the boatload of picks that we would have gotten to start building up this roster again in a different direction or maybe package them for a trade and get a different quarterback or whatever. But we would be in a vastly better position going into the 2023 season had we just listened to Vinny. <laughs> Goody wasn't taking Which your normally, calls. And look, it was a pick em, right? It was a toss-up. One of those two scenarios was maybe going to be correct, and I would have been really I, happy if I were wrong. I fully expected him to make the playoffs last but let's year, not. But let's not forget... Yeah. That we screwed that up and we made the wrong call. And then midway through the season, I'll add this. Midway through the season, I wanted to sit him. I wanted to sit Rodgers. Yeah, I remember. And say, remember. look, we're not going to make the playoffs. mathematically out of it yet. Yes. We weren't mathematically. And there again, would have been really happy if that night after the Detroit game, we had won, made a deep run in the playoffs, sure, and you sure. would have said, you're the idiot who wanted to sit Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. And I would have said, great, my team's in the playoffs. I'm super happy about that. But I wasn't wrong. I was right, and we should have played Jordan Love for at least nearly half the season. He would have got six, seven, eight games under his belt. Are we going to have the same conversation in 2039? <laughs> Which way? You mean, are we going to trade Jordan Love yeah. in 2039? What would that be? Did you do the math on that? 18 years? Well, it that's be 16. Be 16. Didn't he start 16? I don't know. I'm, it's been so long. <laughs> so that said... That's that's what's bugging me about this this morning. All right, can you give me three words? I was right. <laughs> Those are three for you. I didn't even know you were going to do that. Well done. Well done. It threw you a curve and you caught it. What are three more words? Watch him go. A lot of folks really happy about it. Oh, yeah. What oh, would you say, 70-30 yeah. in terms of fans who are saying, like, good riddance? They'd had enough, all that other stuff. For and I don't totally buy into that. Multiple to- different reasons, though. Some are saying, like, look, finally, let's just get this done. It's been hanging out there for so long. But others who are very upset with him are disappointed by him, uh, whether it's his play on the field or his general smugness. <laughs> right. And, and I do stand by this. I don't wish him personal ill will. I don't think, I, I don't want to see bad things happen to him. I don't even really care. I guess whether the Jets are good, bad, or otherwise. Tao said he wants to see Packers Jets Super Bowl. That would be delicious for all of the reasons. Unless, of course, he wins. That'd be the worst thing ever. If he pulls a Brady. Could you imagine if he goes and wins a Super Bowl with the Jets? Boy, it'd be difficult. Not impossible. They have a good little team over there, but. And I'll add this caveat. Difficult. Like, I. I I hope that they don't do well only because then it will continue to reinforce did we make the right decision and you want to feel good about the decision that the Packers have made and the advocacy on my side to to trade him. So I want to feel good about that. And if he goes out there and he's if he's 20, 22 Aaron Rodgers for the Jets, that ain't going to get it done. And then you'll as long say, as he yes, plays see. every game, though, that's all. All you need as a Packers fan is for him to play every game. Definitely want to see that happen, obviously, because then we can cash on that conditional pick. See, in that very play every game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't wish him. I I don't wish him ill will. I don't want to see him get hurt or anything like that. I want to see them, you know, do okay. I I guess just in terms of vindication of. 
which point I was on. Yeah, That's why I would just say, well, I, I hope he's not great. I hope he doesn't go over there, light the world on fire, and then we're all like, well, we could have had him. But I'll say this. It's going to be apples it's going to be apples to oranges either way. You can't if he goes over there and lights the world on fire, you can't say well we could have had that in Green Bay because we don't know. Different system, different team, different receivers, mm-hmm, different mm-hmm. offensive line, you know. Yep. Just because he goes over there and does a great job doesn't mean he would have done that here. Just because he goes over there and falls down doesn't mean that would have happened here either. So I guess we will never know what would it have been like if Aaron Rodgers were still our quarterback moving forward. But I point out just those several things. One, should have traded him last year, gotten more for him. We'd be in a much better position this year. As much as I credit Brian Gutekunst for the deal that he got this year, Mm -hmm. he needed to make that deal because he didn't do it the year before, and that was the wrong thing. I also say that we should have played Jordan Love earlier, and we would have been still a better position with greater clarity moving into this season. That's where I stand on it. All of that said, I do think we got a good deal. From the 920, so Vetrano wasn't interested in the hope of going to a Super Bowl last season? I was. I just didn't believe it was going to happen. The Pack was on the cusp of for two straight seasons when Vetrano wanted to trade him. That's nuts. Everybody was picking the Pack to do well last year, and trading him ahead of the season would have been insane. However, but that's not <laughs> true. Be because right. That's my point. Is that's <laughs> not true. We have to go now with the information that we actually have. And you're, the texture is correct. At that time... It was an entirely legitimate position to take that this is the guy that's going to take us to the Super Bowl. We were on the doorstep, and we should keep down that path. So totally legit point of view at the time. But we now have the reality of what happened over the last 10 months, which has demonstrated that that was wrong. This texture goes on to say, guess I can go ice ice fishing next January. Because there is the (laughs) expect. like, I think that the expectations for next year run the gamut. Like, there's some people that assume there's still a, a playoff team, and there's others that think they're going to win four games next year. I'm seeing a lot of optimism from people. Yeah, me too. Right? And Which, you know how I feel about that. Putting a lot of pressure on number 10. Love is grand. That one just texted Hope in. so. Thank you, Carol. Hope so. Is he going to be? I think it's going to excite the locker room. I think the other players, you heard Tosh talk about it. There's clarity in the locker room now. Guys are going to know how they're moving forward. This is the leader of the Green Bay Packers. He's going to come in there with a little, little spring in the step, a little swagger, a little, okay, boys, here we go. I'm the boss man now. Yep. And let's go. From the 414, I want to see him play 65.1% of the snaps, have 15 INTs, and a quarterback rating of 74. Delicious. <laughs> 820 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Oh, Life's uh, in New York right now, college visit with my daughter. And I said, hey, pick up a New York Post. I don't know what it's what's on it, but oh, whatever absolutely. it's going to be, it's going to be good. Absolutely. To check what their headline is. They always have good ones. Let's see here from the 414. Good morning, gentlemen. I hope he does okay in New York, but I hope and I believe Jordan Love is going to have a better statistical year than Aaron Rodgers. I don't wish him to get hurt or anything, just to suck enough. As he always said, <laughs> I'm a team player, but refuse to show up any type of player option practices, yada, yada, yada. So Just to suck playing, enough. But, I'm yeah. writing that one down. That's a good one. And then here's another one. Here, This is a response to you because you had said that you wanted to trade him last year. And I remember yes. that. You did say that last year. It was time to trade him then while his stock was high. Hindsight 2020. But that's not hindsight. I said it before it happened. 
Someone was going to be right in that. But the 262 goes on to say trading Rodgers while the Packers were contending would be an immediate fireable offense, regardless of whether it was a good move or not. Why? It would have been right. And we know that because, not because that's what I think, or that's because what I pontificate, because that's what happened. <laughs> they didn't make He the was lousy. We were lousy with him. We didn't make the playoffs. Not didn't go to the Super Bowl. We didn't make the playoffs. We did a huge deal that handicapped us for several years out. Put us, even with this trade, we're still going to be some 40, like it's a $40 million cap hit for a guy who doesn't play here. It was wrong. So, yes, that's hindsight to say it was wrong, but my prediction was it was wrong then. I mean, like, turn left, turn right. I say turn left, and we end up on the wrong at a dead end. That turned out to be the wrong decision. You can say hindsight is twenty twenty, but like that was the wrong decision. So, will we be inundated with Jets games now? Whenever, because usually you can catch what a couple of the games. We'll see more than our share. We'll always get the Packers games, obviously, but will will the other games that pop up in our market be the Jets games? ESPN was talking yesterday about how many prime time games the Jets would be in, and they yeah, were like predicting. Handful, they right? said they were eligible for up to six because you know there's that flex scheduling that kicks in after the first several, right? So you would think, unless they're just awful with him, that the league definitely. First of all, you got the number one market, at least to start the year, and then a lot of interest. I'll watch those games. I now have two teams I'm really interested in. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. Kelly and Greenfield, I'm just impressed with your use of pontificate. Triple word score. Thank you, Kelly. I'm super smart. I wish him all the success that Favre had after leaving us. <laughs> well, there was some. Now, remember Favre's first season with the Jets. Did they start 8-0? They started, well, I don't know if they were that good. But pretty darn good. They started good. strong. They were on a tear. But di- didn't make the playoffs. Right, because he got banged up. And then once he got banged up at his age, and you'll see this with Aaron Rodgers, then he got old. And it's all good in the front end of the season. When you're feeling good and you haven't been in 20 train wrecks a game, <laughs> and then repeated that for weeks in and weeks out, you know? And it's cold in New York, too, by the way. Show is. So, I'm again, just a matter of I want to feel like that was the right decision. Point of clarity, don't wish him to get injured or hurt or have bad things happen to him. I just hope the Jets aren't that good. From the 414, let's move on. Indeed. So is this the last time we talk about Aaron Rodgers? No. Well, when he wins the Super Bowl next year, we'll have oh. to mention it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm telling you, it's out there. It could happen. 827 on Wisconsin's Morning News. I don't think that's right. I mean, you certainly did with the Vikings. I don't think they made the playoffs that year. Greg Pancake Kill is our producer of Wisconsin's Morning News. Point of order, point of clarification, point of information. Uh, someone texting saying that Favre and, the, Favre and the Jets made the playoffs. I don't think they did. I thought they like they started hot that first year and then went on a donkey run and missed the playoffs. They were nine and seven. Oh well, it might be good enough. Hmm. Well, either way, they nothing nothing came of it. Yeah, you ended up done. Went Two seasons in New York, right? Or was it years? just the one? That was just the one. And then to... How quickly forget. (laughs) Remember that guy that time who played for the Packers and won a Super Bowl?
8.36 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Just a little bit of crack research here in the break. No, the Jets did not make the playoffs in 08 with Brett Favre under center. He did, of course, make the playoffs famously with the Vikings. Lost in the NFC Championship game at New Orleans. I think that was at New Orleans. It wasn't at their place, right? It was, he threw the it interception. It wasn't Detroit, I know that much. <laughs> this is not Detroit, man. <laughs> this is the Super Bowl. <laughs> that epic call oh, what for a the call. play-by-play guy out of Minnesota. Yep. Uh, Moving on today, President Joe Biden, as expected, did indeed announce his run for president. Eric, it was a huge rally. He was surrounded by tens of thousands of cheering supporters. No. He was at his boyhood home in Delaware or wherever. No, just a video. Dropped a video. Mm-hmm. They made the it official just posting a video on the website. Biden announcing his re-election campaign in an online video, arguing American democracy is on the line. Freedom. Personal freedom is fundamental to who we are as Americans. There's nothing more important, nothing more sacred. So that was posted at 5 a.m. local time. Really quality video. I think it's been called highly produced. Of course, it would be a three-minute video. Lots of images. Touches on themes where the president is strong. Mm -hmm. Certainly speaks to his base. So it'll be interesting to see how this goes. Obviously, the polling d- Democrats, there are a significant amount of Democrats that were hoping that he wouldn't run just because of his age and fear of not being able to to make a, a strong campaign. But he's intending to get there. Mr. Biden has a clear path to the Democratic nomination, even if polling shows his support among Democrats is lukewarm. An overwhelming majority of those asked say they're concerned about his age, but he will make the case that he is the candidate best positioned to beat Donald Trump if Trump is the Republican Party's nominee for president. And all indications at this point are that former President Trump is best positioned of anybody who's even talked about running to win that nomination. Not because he has 50% support. Remember, you got to go state by state, and depending on how many people are in this thing, it's it's how he got the nomination in the first place in yep, 2016, yep. was more people wanted not Donald Trump to be the Republican nominee. But you were dividing up that other part of the vote by, boy, wasn't it 16 candidates initially when the whole At race started? At one point, yes. Right, when Governor Walker was still in it? <laughs> it like, right. Remember they had like the, the, the kids' table at the debate? They did have two debates, right. <laughs> so... You start splitting up that majority among a dozen candidates or even inside that half a dozen or whatever. And former President Trump, then candidate Trump would emerge with 30 some percent. And that was the majority of those votes. Thus, he would win the state and get those delegates. So that appears to be how the table is set for 2024. So will age be a factor in the campaigning and the politicking? Political analyst Larry Sabato. I don't think age will determine who wins the race, assuming Biden stays healthy. Uh, Certainly the Republicans will attempt to run against Biden on age, just as the Democrats attempted to run against Reagan on age back in 1984. Yeah, so similar situation back then when he was running for re-election. He was younger. I think he was 74, I want to say, when he was running for re-election in 1984. Age may not determine how people vote specifically. It may not determine the complexion of the campaign, but it will determine how this campaign is, I guess, presented to the American people. I heard a really interesting political analyst yesterday on Fox News in the afternoon, and there were a couple of them on there. I wish I remembered her name, but she was making the point. She called it a this will be a Rose Garden campaign. So much as the president was criticized by Republicans for not coming out of the quote unquote bunker 
during COVID to actively campaign, staying at his home. Uh, wasn't he, didn't he largely campaign out of Delaware mm-hmm. from his home? Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a, a critic, you said he was in the bunker, he was in the basement, he was afraid to come out. Nonetheless, that's what he did. It worked. Didn't really hit the road, didn't hold huge rallies, didn't do a lot of things, and they used COVID sort of as the shield for that of it's not safe to be out, we're being responsible, whatever. Now the position that this uh, pundit was making is, she goes, if I were advising the campaign, I would advise them to do exactly this, and it appears that that's what they're going to do. She called it a Rose Garden campaign. So you'll see the president out there governing. He will present himself as, listen, I'm too busy to be out here holding these rallies and engage in this political nonsense. I'm I'm here busy being president. Doing the people's work. Yes. But it also prevents him from being in unscripted situations and in situations where he's not particularly strong in big grand speeches or things like that, particularly when he's speaking off the cup for off the cuff where he has a tendency to gaff. And the White House has had to walk back. He said this, ah, what the president really meant was no, he meant what he said. He just shouldn't have said it. So they keep him out of those situations, and you'll just see a lot of the president around the White House, in the Rose Garden, in other controlled situations. Contrast that with, boy, if it's former President Trump, he's out there holding oh, the huge yeah, rallies, yeah. right? That's his fuel. Doing his plane flybys and all the stuff. <laughs> yeah, he loves that stuff. So it'll be interesting to see how where this goes from here. You know, we asked um, Steve Roberts yesterday, ABC uh, political consultant, about whether or not he expected another Democrat to get into the race, you know, a la Kennedy and Carter way back in 1980. And he did not think that would happen. He would. He thinks that the uh, the Democrats, at least in Washington and whatnot, will support their their candidate. Well, is the current Kennedy is that is that Bobby's son? Robert F. Kennedy, who's already talked about oh. possibly running. I don't know if he's official or whatever, mm. but he would run certainly to the right of Biden on some issues. Um, but in terms of whether or not that's a strong challenge, it's yeah, not a that, it's not a Governor Gavin Newsom of California who definitely is itching to get into one of Teddy these. Kennedy. Right. So there is that, but I, I would probably agree with him, and particularly because if the if the former president is former President Trump, is the nominee for the Republicans. The polling right now suggests that President Biden would beat him. And then the Republicans have to try to figure this thing out. The other point that no matter who you watch and which side you're on, we're a year and a half out. A lot of stuff's going to happen between now and then. So does the DOJ then pause? At what point does the special prosecutor have to be like, ah, you know what, we're getting too close to this thing. I can't. I can't throw out charges or... Oh, you mean on the Hunter Biden yeah. stuff? Yeah, well, not only that, but on both sides. Oh, I'm sorry, on, on the President Trump stuff as yeah. well? And there's no. a, lot of, a lot of January 6th investigating still taking place. Well, if, you, if the DOJ operates as we Americans would expect it to operate, it operates without regard for the politics on either side. It does its investigation. When the investigation is complete, it's rolled out, and things happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know what it means for any of that, but... Uh, Regardless, it is official today for President Biden. 8.44 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Uh. 8.48 on Wisconsin's Morning News. The cable news shakeup. Don Lemon out. Tucker Carlson out at Fox. We So we were watching this morning when CNN came on the air because, what, was about a year ago they moved on to the morning show? Yeah. Which was a big deal. And it never took, never had the traction. Mm-hmm. He was popular at night and they wanted to bring that popularity to the morning show, revamp that whole thing. Never worked out. The ladies didn't like him. Like, I mean, the people, his co-workers. Yeah, yeah. 
Just so they came on the air this morning, and we were waiting. I did see a smirk. Did they, I see a smirk? They did look like they were smiling. However, they did talking glowing terms about it. Well, good morning, everyone. It is Tuesday, April 25th. Welcome to CNN this morning. We're so glad you're with us. And we do begin, though, with news about this show. As you may have heard yesterday, CNN parted ways with anchor Don Lemon. In a statement, CNN CEO Chris so That's Poppy Harlow. She goes into details. She reads a statement or whatnot. Then she says that, you know, he's a friend of mine. I enjoyed working with him over the years. Caitlin and I are really proud no, of didn't. this show. We are so proud of the dedicated team that works around the clock to bring you the news every morning. And our priority is you, the viewer. We're grateful you welcome us into your home each morning. So then they moved on to the big story of the morning, which was the, a minute earlier, President Biden had announced that he was running for re-election. See, I would have liked better if they came on. And welcome to CNN this morning. I'm Poppy. And Don okay. is off today. And for all the rest of the days. <laughs> and then I suck it. <laughs> and then just, how do you like that? I'd be like, that may pulls right. down. Um, so he was, yeah, he was like, oh, yesterday, as you may have heard, Don Lemon, a big, uh, been there 17 years, had done well with CNN for a couple of different reasons. Uh, he had faced backlash recently. It was suspended for making comments about Nikki Haley, uh, North Carolina, or I'm sorry, South Carolina former governor on her presidential run. Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What do you that's talk? Not Wait. I, that's not according to me. Prime for what? Prime for what? Especially since when you got two guys running for president who are in their 80s. That's fine. Right? <laughs> that did not juxtaposition well with the, well, she's, she's not in her prime. And it looked like it tipped in uh, yesterday after a... Uh, interview on Friday he had with a different GOP presidential candidate, Vivek Ramaswamy, that did not go well. It kind of got off the rails. They were arguing with each Barking other. Barking at each other, right? Then uh, here's, the, here's the bottom line on that, though. That show was not doing well. Right, yes. Wasn't clicking, wasn't working, wasn't catching, wasn't doing the ratings. And they moved him off a successful, yes. a more successful primetime show to bring him in the morning, and, and now he's gone. The other big story was Tucker Carlson parting ways with Fox News he reportedly made up to $20 million a year, Fox's highest-rated host, departing the network his exit coming days after Fox had agreed to that massive settlement over election lies with Dominion. L.A. Times reports the decision came from the top, that Rupert Murdoch said, hey, after months of turmoil, turmoil, it is time to go. The L.A. Times reports Carlson's coverage of the January 6th attack was also concerning to Murdoch. They were peaceful, they were orderly and meek. These were not insurrectionists. They were sightseers. Carlson had promoted the conspiracy theory that a Texas man who was at the riot worked for the FBI. Also, he's dealing with a defamation lawsuit from Dominion Voting Systems that is brought in $800 million to Dominion. Also, a lawsuit filed from a former producer claiming that she was bullied and subjected to sexist and anti-Semitic comments. One Fox reporter told Fox, I'm sorry, told Rolling Stone magazine, pure joy. Yeah, nobody liked this guy either, apparently, that worked with him. A network correspondent tells the magazine, good riddance. <laughs> so apparently those within the hallways of Fox News were happy to see him go. See, now, if you called over at TMJ4 right now, everyone loved me <laughs> over there, and no one would say anything. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So, I mean, there's Don't a couple, call, though. couple of Just things take here. take my word for it. A couple of things here that are pretty interesting a, you have, what's his future look like? I mean, maybe he's running for president. Who knows? Carlson? Yeah, what's he going to do? Is he going to be podcasting? Is he going to be doing books? What, yeah, what's he's he going to do, do his he's version gonna... of the Pat McAfee show, right? Probably, right? Wouldn't you think? Right, and then he doesn't have any of the entanglements of anybody worrying about yeah, whatever. Do what he wants, say right? what he wants. Does what he wants. And he'll have success there. He'll have a following there. 
so there's that aspect, but then there's also just the presidential primary on the GOP side and what this means when you have this. I mean, he's a blowtorch and not having him in the mix anymore. In some ways, the 2024 primary process was going to run through Tucker Carlson's show. And he was already using that power by booking certain guests, by asking them certain questions. I mean, he sent out a survey to all the prospective nominees about Ukraine, for example. So Carlson was wielding that power. Suddenly, he doesn't have a platform to do that. And that is going to have an impact on the GOP. ABC media critic Brian Stelter there. So that candidates felt like they had to answer to him to some regard and his support or lack thereof was going to affect everything right. about their campaign. And by the way, you see that all across the board. We, we, we've seen it here in Wisconsin where lawmakers feel they have to kind of work a certain sure. way to make sure that certain media entities uh, like them or can respect them or appreciate them. Well, sort of a Rush Limbaugh effect too yeah, back in the day. Absolutely. It was like, boy, if, if Rush wasn't going to sign off on your candidacy, good luck. Because he had such a pull right. among that base. Look at Sykes or Belling, same right. kind of thing. In Wisconsin, yeah. right. If one of these guys wasn't going to sign off on your candidacy, it was going to be a tough road. That's interesting. I, I think he lands relatively quickly on doing something else. He is already posting on his website, hey, sign up for text alerts and I'll let you know soon what How much does that cost? <laughs> I didn't look. What, is he campaigning? <laughs> right. huh? Is that what you're suggesting? 854 on Wisconsin's Morning News. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Eight fifty-seven on Wisconsin's Morning News. We're just lamenting the Bucks' poor performance or poor finish yesterday. Actually, we're up 15. Man, it is going to be death. I predict it is death inside Fiserv Forum for the 8.30 p.m. tip down three <laughs> oh, games to one Everything's tomorrow working against night. Them. No, Done, they over, win. gonzo, they, that's it. I'm not sure they win. They win tomorrow. They don't know how to play defense. Also, they forgot how to play defense. I don't want potentially Chris Middleton's last game as a Milwaukee Buck to be yes. I want, I want to win tomorrow night so that at least they can go out. In game six. Chris is Chris. What, what about the Drew Holidays, the you know, the Crowder? Where are these guys at? <laughs> is that a, is I haven't that a seen did, did Crowder that? Even, Did he even play yesterday? I don't know. Play? Who knows? Like, what, what's Coach doing? Ooh, that oh, was bad. I used Coach the uh, right yeah. way there. <laughs> I heard Yes, that. you did. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, yeah, no. Giannis <laughs> is hurt. Yeah, no. We got to play better. No, I need yeah. better. I need better answers. Those, that's your answer, yeah. No, no he gets he gets a long leash because he won yeah. a championship two years ago. But they they're like the the Packers of, of recent vintage, right? They have great regular seasons and they suck it up in the playoffs. Yeah, now, right. And obviously they could come back and win. And I'll retract everything I said and deny everything I just said on the air. But that's a pretty far fetched scenario right now. Playing like they're playing. Well, and you know, Coach Bud was exactly the right guy in twenty one when the chips were down. He maintained a you know like that worked for that team. Yeah, no, we're good. Yeah, fine. No, no big changes. No, whatever. We're just and and it worked. So you have to give him credit for that. That's what kind of coach he is. But if it doesn't work, this to like I my personal style is I like to see a guy hit the panic button once in a while and mm. you know, lose his mind. Bang a pot in a pan. That's right. You know, throw the bats in the shower or whatever you have <laughs> to do. Toss that chair on the court. That's Mix right. Mix it up. Get ejected. Do Let's something. do something. Fire up that crowd. Who wants to show up at 830 on Wednesday night and then lose? I'm telling you, man, I, it's going to be death in oh, there. Oh, my goodness. And that's not going to help. I hope I hope I'm wrong. but I'll, And I'll be yeesh. sleeping by halftime, so I'll wake up to that news, whatever it is. So <laughs> I'm not even going to make the tip. <laughs> 859, Steve Scafidi is next on WTMJ. Again, I'm not a woman. And I'm also very mindful of that, that I don't, you know.